Hi, I'm Dr. Rob, and you are listening to the House of Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. Summer is upon us, the time for the annual ritual of sun worship. People all over will offer their bodies as a sacrifice to the sun god, with hopes that they will receive a beautiful bronzed body in return. But the sun god extracts a very heavy price, causing burns, wrinkles, and the most serious price of all, skin cancer. Today's article will focus on skin cancer, a problem that is becoming more and more common. In fact, skin cancer is the most common cancer there is, period. The National Cancer Institute estimates that more than one million people in the United States will be diagnosed with skin cancer each year, and that number is growing. That's the bad news. The good news is that most of the skin cancer that will be diagnosed will not be life-threatening. There are three main types of skin cancer. Basal cell carcinoma, which is the most common type, representing 75% of all skin cancers. Squamous cell carcinoma, which is the next most common type, covering 20% of all skin cancers diagnosed. And melanoma, which covers the remaining 5 or so percent of all skin cancers diagnosed. That may seem like good news as both basal and squamous cell cancers are rarely fatal and generally easy to treat. Unfortunately, that leaves over 50,000 people each year getting one of the most deadly cancers there are, melanoma. Melanoma is the most common cause of cancer death in young adults. Even worse, the number of cases of melanoma has tripled in Caucasian Americans over the last 20 years. But there is one last bit of good news. If melanoma is caught early, it can usually be cured. That's why the subject is so important to cover. Pay attention. Learning to prevent and detect skin cancer could definitely save your life. The main risk factor for skin cancer is, as most people know, sun exposure. But not all sun exposure is created equal when determining the risk for skin cancers. Basal and squamous cell cancers are associated with accumulative sun exposure over time. They occur in the parts of the body with the most sun exposure, such as the face, arms, and neck. Melanoma risk is increased by intense intermittent sun exposures, especially in childhood. Using tanning beds is a risk factor, too. According to a recent study, using tanning beds can put you at a higher risk of getting melanoma. Other risk factors for skin cancer include race. Caucasians have a much higher incidence of skin cancer compared to African Americans, Hispanics, or Native Americans. Geography. The closer to the equator the Caucasian person lives, the higher the risk of developing skin cancer. Genetics. A family history of skin cancer, especially melanoma, and a light complexion that burns easily will increase a person's risk significantly. And having many moles. I'm not talking about burrowing creatures. I'm talking about little dark dots on your body. Having a certain type of skin lesion or a mole known as a dysplastic nevus will make you more prone to melanoma. The best kind of cancer is one that you don't get in the first place, so prevention is the key when dealing with skin cancer. Prevent exposure to ultraviolet light by either using sunscreen or avoiding intense sun exposure altogether. The best data at this time show that basal and squamous cell cancers can be prevented using sunscreen, and melanoma probably can be prevented. A recent study suggested that sunscreen may actually increase skin cancer, but that risk seems to be quite low when compared to the risk of sun exposure. Use a sunscreen 
especially one with SPF 30 that blocks the main two forms of ultraviolet radiation, UVA and UVB. Reapply it every two hours. Don't think you're safe if you tan and don't burn. Any level of tan is actually skin damage, and you should be wearing sunscreen anytime you are in the sun. So what if you're like me, and you've already spent many years in the sun? I had a vast majority of my sun exposure as a child, which is before they used sunscreen at all. Even though we can't change the sun damage we may have already sustained, we can pay attention to our skin now. The vital thing with skin cancer is early detection. As I said before, the detection of melanoma can make the difference between a minor skin procedure and a highly fatal cancer. Since dermatology is a visual thing, I'm going to put a bunch of links in the show notes to show you pictures of each type of skin cancer. Familiarize yourself with them, examine yourself, have someone examine you, or have a doctor check you on a regular basis. So how do you spot a skin cancer? Well, here are the basics. Basal cell cancers are normal skin-colored and raised, round, and smooth. They most commonly appear on the face, especially the nose. Squamous cell cancers are often preceded by a slightly raised, rough, and sometimes darker lesion known as an actinic keratosis. These cancers are not as smooth as basal cell cancers and actually are the most common skin cancer in darker-skinned people. Melanoma cancers are made up of cells that produce the dark substance melanin. These spots are usually brown or black, but they can be flesh-colored, red, pink, or even blue, purple, or white at times. Melanomas have a nice, easy mnemonic to remember what to watch out for, known as the ABCDEs of melanoma. It's kind of like hooked on phonics. A is for asymmetry. Round lesions aren't as worrisome as irregularly shaped ones. If you draw a line through your mole and the two sides don't match up, then that's asymmetrical. B is for border. Lesions with a distinct border are less worrisome than those where the border between the lesion and the regular skin is indistinct or gradual. C is for color. Lesions that are a single color are less worrisome than those that are made up of several colors. D is for diameter. If a spot is less than 6 millimeters, or about the size of a pencil eraser across, it is less worrisome than those that are greater than 6 millimeters. And E is for evolving. Any spot that changes, whether color, shape, size, elevation, or any other way, is worth worrying about and should be checked out immediately. In addition to the ABCDEs, doctors have recently added another type of skin lesion to watch out for, moles that look different from other moles on your body, known as the ugly duckling detection tool. The idea is that non-cancerous or normal moles on a person's body resemble each other, but a mole that looks or feels different than the other moles, and it might not display any of the aforementioned ABCDE features, might indicate melanoma. Again, I'll include lots of links and photos of skin cancer in the show notes. So what's the bottom line on skin cancer? There are two main quick and dirty tips I can give. The first tip is prevention. Don't get sunburned or spend hours in tanning beds. You look just fine. Trust me. If you do spend time outdoors in the sun, use a good sunscreen and reapply often. And second, detection. Familiarize yourself with the different kinds of skin cancer and get checked out on a regular basis, especially if you have a family history of skin cancer or a history of multiple sunburns. If you do see any spots that you're unsure of, get them checked out by your doctor immediately. 
is you should probably also schedule an annual appointment with a dermatologist if you have suspicious lesions. As much as I support primary care, studies have shown that dermatologists are much better at recognizing melanoma than our primary care docs. So here's a hat tip to my dermatology colleagues. That's it for today. If you have questions or topics you want me to cover, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Or you can submit them to me on Twitter at HouseCallDoc or visit my ever-growing Facebook page. And don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind at Distractible.org. And let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. <laughs>